It's me, Adela Moses from Lagos, Nigeria. Your favorite host from Harvest Nation. Tonight we have our usual friend, Pastor Israel, to look at the team together. The living spirit of greatness. Okay? So, what is true greatness? True greatness. Huh? Um, it depends on what angle we are we are defining from. Of course, I recognize and appreciate um, the secular definitions, but I would like to pick it from the spiritual, from right. the biblical. Yes, you know the Bible says the Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. God is a great God, so we expect every child of God to also be great, because if we truly have the DNA of God in us, DNA means divine nature activated. If we really have the DNA of God within us, then we ought to be great. Divine nature activated. That is uh, the spiritual meaning yes. of DNA. Yes, sir. Instead of the ribonucleic acid. Yes, sir. And divine. We are not talking scientific. Okay. We are talking spiritual. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Divine nature of activated. Divine nature activated. Yes. Right? Continue. Abraham was great. Isaac was great. Jacob was great. Up to Jesus. Hmm. And in him we have our being. In him we live. In him we move. So greatness is supposed to be part of our divine makeup. No negotiable. Hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. And greatness is a spirit. Hmm. Greatness is a spirit. Hmm. Um, it's of three dimensions. Okay. Some are born great. There's little or nothing can do about that. If your father happens to be a great man and you are born into that lineage, you automatically have inherited greatness. Mm. Yes. Some achieve greatness. By hard work. By hard work, by the grace of God, by you know putting in efforts. Okay. And some have greatness and trusted upon them. That's oh. that's when when God just looks at you and he decides to favor you. But of course, there is still a price you have to pay. Hmm. Do you understand? Yes. Which one is the best? Which one is the best? <laughs> That's a very <laughs> tough question. But I think it is when he's entrusted upon you. Hmm. For God has um, for God has given you a, a name that is above every other name that had mentioned. God entrusted it. Hmm. Jesus was born great. He achieved greatness, and at the same time, greatness was entrusted. So hmm. Christ was of the uh, the threefold. So I think it's best when you are born great and you recognize that. Mm. And at the same time, you also achieve greatness by your own sacrifice and um, hard work and all of that. Mm. And then it's also interesting. So let me say, I would prefer God to... Just entrust it. The three. The three. Yes. It's good to be born great. It's good to be because you will be stressless. But you, your stress will be less. By virtue of being in Christ, yeah. you are already born great. That's a platform already. Mm. You need to discover it. Yes, you need, you, you, you need to come to the realization, the awakening of the inheritance of your sins. Do you get me, sir? Yes, sir. There is, there is. I, oh God, I, I wish we would just dig more into the New Testament and stop struggling like Old Testament people. The New Testament tells you this and these are the things that Christ has done and he has handled them, handed them over to you. The Bible keeps talking about the inheritance of the saints, which we must begin to look more into the scriptures mm. and look at the conditions for fulfilling those requirements. And the moment we can, that's all. All right. Thank you. Yeah, uh, now, what are the faces? Of this greatness we're talking about. Oh, that's another tough question. Uh, okay, I will, um, I'd like to show you something from the book of Ezekiel. Right. Precisely Ezekiel chapter number one. Now, let me pick Ezekiel 1 1. It says, And it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month. And I was among the captives by the river of Cheba, that the heavens were opened, and I saw the visions of God. Please, something I need you to understand is that Ezekiel was amongst the captives mm. while he was in slavery or bondage, in simple English. The heaven was opened and he saw the revelation. Mm. Good. Now, if you move to verse, verse, let me pick verse 
thing, precisely. Ezekiel one thing. And as for the likeness of their faces, okay, for you to understand this better, let me pick it from verse 5. And out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. Four living, please sir, note this, four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. So the four living creatures, four living creatures had the appearance of the likeness of a man, and everyone had four faces. So they were four. And each one now had four different faces. So we are talking about 16. Please, I need to understand that. Okay. Good. And everyone had four wings, and their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like was like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass, and they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides, and they four had their faces and their wings, and their wings were joined one to another. They thumbed not when they went. They went everyone straight forward. Verse 10. And as for the likeness of their faces, please note that. Mm. Four living creatures, but each creature had four faces. Mm. Each creature had four faces. The four had the face of a man. That is the first. The face of a man. And the face of a lion. And on the right side, and the four had the face of an ox. And on the left side, the four also had the face of an eagle. Let me explain that. There were four living creatures, but each creature had four faces. Hmm. In front, look at the face of a man. Now, when you say the face of a man, I, on the front now, the face of a man, when you look to the right, the face of a lion, to the left, the face of an ox. And at the back is um, the face of, um, eagle. of an eagle. Yeah. Of an eagle, yes, good. So those are the four faces. If you are going to be a great person in life, if you are going to be a very successful person, that the kind of success that um, that will stand the test of time, complete success. There are four faces to it: the face of a man, the face of a lion, the face of an ox, and the face of um, of an eagle. When you talk about the face of a man, you are simply talking about the humanity part of you. No matter who you are, you've got to show the human part of you. That is the face that has the emotions, the will, the intellect, the face of a man. Compassion is there. Stewardship must be there. Holiness must be there as a man. The simplest way to preach this is for us to look at the life of Christ and to model Christ. Do you know how many times the Bible keeps saying the son of man? And at another place the Bible will say the son of God. Did you see that? Jesus was using two faces at the same time. At a point, the Bible calls him the Son of God. At another point, the Bible calls him the Son of Man. But you will notice that every time the Bible is trying to describe something about humanity, for example, when Jesus was flogged, you know, at a point, it was, it was, um, there was this Eli, Eli, Lamassa, Bactani. That was actually the, the face of man. It had been detached from the face of God. It was carrying the sins of the world. So the father had detached. So that was man. That was not uh, God man. That was man. Mm. That's the face of a man. Yeah. When they flogged him, that was not saying my uh, Eli, Eli, and Master. That was pain, emotions. That's the face of a man. Jonathan, yeah. the more you keep studying Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because those are the four books that, that really speaks more about the face of a man. Mm. Where you could look at Jesus and say, okay, this guy came to save. This, this guy was holy. This guy studied the scripture. This guy prayed well. This guy helped people. He was compassionate. Yes. The compassion part of him, that's, then he was contented. When you look at all of that, that speaks more about the face of a man. You are a man. Very simple illustration. The face of a man. The intelligent part. The face of a man. That's the face of a man. Then the second face that the scripture now talks about is the face of a lion. Now, don't forget, man is the king of all the creation of God. Man is the king of all the creation of God. Lion is the king of the jungle. Do you understand? Yes. Good. The ox is also the king of um, certain animals where they walk. Do you understand? When it comes to walk, 
You know, the ox, the oxen, you you'd always hear the Bible say the um, um, the animal that they, they use for farming agricultural purpose in those mm. years, those days. Yes. For example, when Elijah went to meet Elisha, yeah. he was farming with twelve oxen. He was plowing. Yeah. So that and then um, when the Bible now talks about the face of the lion, lion, as I said, is the king of jungle. In Proverbs chapter twenty verse one, in Proverbs chapter thirty verse thirty, the Bible talks a bit about lion. In fact, I think it says. Um, I'm trying to remember a verse that talks about the righteous are as bold as a lion. So, the lion part of you is the righteousness part of you. Do you understand me, sir? Good. The lion is the symbol of royalty, strength, majesty, courage. A lion defends territories. Do you understand? You, you have to defend your, you defend yourself, you defend your family, you defend your children, you defend your faith, or endlessly contend for the faith. You defend your faith. All of that means the, the lion part of you. The lion is always active at night. Out of 24 hours in a day, the lion spends about, about 16 to 20 hours just, just uh, lazing around, relaxing. Now, I'm not... What is just trying to say that? But when it now becomes night, the lion is much more awake. The, 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 the lion sees better, the lion is more active at night. And I think this talks about some of us have to quite be more active at night in the place of prayer, in the place of studying the scriptures, in the place of watching. You know, um, I think it's about a cop that says, I will stand upon the tower and I will watch. I will see what he I will see what he has to say. See what he has to say. So you have to be quite at a lot. Yes. The vision of a lion is very, very sharp at night. A lion roars as God expects our prayer life to roar in the midst of the enemy. The lion is a loner in the big skin. What do I mean? Usually lion works in, in, in group. They work as a team. You know? um, and at the same time, a lion knows when they have to be a bit separate. But when they need help, they roar or they communicate via roaring mm. in order to get assistance from, from their friends. Jonathan. So I said the man is the king of all, the lion is the king of animal, the ox is the king of strength, and the eagle is the king of birds. And the third face, which is by the left, is the face of the ox. What does that mean? Ox is for planning. It simply means dependability, determination, diligence. If you need to do any, any serious work, I want any animal that is strong, reliable. But it's amazing for you to know, sir, that you can train a ox in certain statements like go, stop, left, right. They understand that. Mm-hmm. The ox, yes. So they are for drought purposes. They are very patient on the farm. They are used more of labor. God expects us to invite now. Why am I why am I particular about the ox? If you study the scriptures more, well, anytime Bible is talking about sacrifice, especially in the Old Testament, the, the animal they normally use more is the ox or the oxen. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that talks about stewardship. Your stewardship to Christ. Christ came in the in the form of all this. He came as a man, right? Then he also came as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Then he came to serve, sacrifice, atonement, redemption. That is the oxen part of Christ. Do you understand? Mm. Willing to walk, willing to serve, your sacrifice. Mm. And he's strong in grace and the power of his might. Do you understand? Yeah. The ox is usually an animal that they will put them about two by two. For farming yeah. purpose, yes, oh. and I'm sure you know the Bible says, "If two of you shall agree, has touched me." Yeah. So that also talks about endurance in the place of prayer. Jonathan, yes, yes, and the and the last part is the face of an ego. The first thing I need I I, I need you to know about ego is that amongst all birds, the ego have the ego seems to be exceptional. For example, in the vision, averagely, 
an eagle's sight is about four to six times better than that of a man. Their hmm. sight. Color. Y- yes. What is the application now to us? The, the application of the ego now is this. You are supposed to be visionary. Your sight should be developed for vision. Do you understand? Yeah. The ego can soar at a distance at an altitude of about 10,000 feet. God expects us to be high, to, to soar higher, mm. much more far above, to soar. Do you understand? Yeah. It's a symbol of power, symbol of freedom and transcendence. You know, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah now, it says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. So, eagle is the bird used for mounting up. But it starts by saying, they that wait upon the Lord. The waiting looks like you are standing on the ground. But very soon you begin to soar. Yeah. Do you understand? So, it does not matter what your life looks like. You, you may be at one dimension now, but God expects you to climb to an higher dimension quite soon. Do you understand? Yes. Good. So, it's a symbol of transcendence. It's a symbol of beauty. Symbol of bravery. Symbol of courage. Symbol of honor. Symbol of grace. The vision is powerful. And they are very fearless animals. Tenacious. That's... Now, there is an aspect of the ego that I I think I'm quite in love with. And that is... um, their nurturing ability. Mm. Whenever, whenever the eagle gives birth, both male and female, they are usually around. At least for the first two weeks that they give birth, it is the male eagle that goes around to fetch food for both the eaglet and the mother eagle. Mm. What does that mean? Let's relate it. Eagle Christian fathers should please provide for their homes. A man who cannot provide for his own is worse than an infidel. Yes. Do you get me, sir? Yes. So as an ego, we, God should empower us to be able to make provisions for our family. And it will surprise you that they are usually within the circle of their ignorance. Mm-hmm. They are not the kind of parents who just give birth and the father has gone to work, the mother has gone to work, nobody trains up their children because they care so much about training. Train up a child, train up a child in the way it should go. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And when it's old, it will not depart. Okay. The eagle, it seems they, they understand the scriptures, even though they are animals. They are more obedient. Yes, they are quite more sensitive. So, the for the first three months, the eagles are with their eaglets. They train them, they nurture them, even on their flight. But this is what I'm. I've been thinking about that. If ego takes time to nurture their eaglets, I think successful people, great people, should also mentor younger generation. Are you a great person? We should be able to ask you, who and who are those that you have mentored, that you have nurtured? Some people, some people scout for greatness. They make all efforts to be great by themselves. I don't think it's good enough. We need to be able to trace every great person to another greater person. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. Some people are rich. You have never used your wealth to help others. I don't think... You are not an ego. The spirit of the ego is not in you. I don't even think the spirit of the lion is in you. (laughs) Do you understand, Mr. The spirit of the ego is the spirit that nurtures the younger ones. You need to have people that you are mentoring, that you are modeling. If God has blessed you financially, you should look for people that you can adopt and help. Of what purpose is your billions? It it amazes me every time I'm hearing of the Bill Gates Foundation. You know, a lot of philanthropists in Europe who are always coming to help us in Africa. What happened to the billionaire Africans? We should ask ourselves. Of course. And this is my humble, this is my humble mind, sir. The solution with Africa is with Africans. Until we stop accepting foreign aid. Even most of the foreign aid, they are being stolen or embezzled. Until we stop accepting. 
We need to be eagles. Yes. We need to be high flyers. We need to soar higher and nurture the younger ones. Many a time we are we are we are talking about arm arm robbers. We are talking about um, those who are bombing people left and right. If we are done more by giving them Bible in the sixties and seventies and eighties, many of them will have been evangelists. Yes. They will not have been bombing anywhere now. Do you do yes. you get me, sir? Exactly. So we we need to get to that point where the Bible is talking about those four faces: the face of a man, humanity. Ability to want to help people hmm. more. Do you understand? Yes. And at the same time, the face of a lion. And there needs to be a balance. If what you have is the face of a lion, eh, you may soon become a dictator. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. Where, where you are becoming an angry man that people cannot even um, relate with you. They can't approach you. Because you are too lionic. Hmm. In as much as Christ was a lion, he was also... Um, a lamp. Yes. Do you understand? Yes. At the same time, the spirit of the dove came upon him, came upon his human part. These are your ability to balance all this. Do you understand? Yes. The face of the ego is the face that is always looking up, mm-hmm. upward. Do you understand? Yes. Which is your heaven bound face. In as much as you are a man, do you understand, sir? Yes. In as much as you are a man, and you have a lion nature. And you also have the, the nature of the ox. Hmm. Please remember to have the, the nature of, the, of, of an ego <laughs> so that you do not forget heaven in all of this that you are doing. If not, what will it profit a man? He begins the word and he will go. But all of this is our spirit. Do you understand that? Yeah. The spirit of a man, the spirit of a lion, the spirit of ox, and the spirit of ego. Yes. Your ability to match all of this and to work very hard. Your hard work part, I believe you know, is the, is the, is the face of the, the ox. Your endurance, yes. your strength, eh? yes. your compassion is the face of a man. Your, li- your lionic nature is the face of bravery and courage. Ability to take some sound decisions. There are times where you need to take decisions that you are going to damn the consequences in life. Sir. There are moments when you need to be very courageous. Be of good courage. The Bible keeps saying that. Courage, that is the face of the lion. Do you understand me, sir? Yes. And at the same time, vision is the face of the ego. Yes. So, imagine all of the four together is going to make you exceptional. It will bring out greatness in you. Thank you. God bless you. Now, does it require spirit or impartation to have all this? Spirit, sir. How? And at the same time, impartation. How can we get it? Good. I was studying a part of the scriptures, and I where Paul was saying, I for I have fought with for I have fought with beasts at Ephesus. I'm sure you know that verse. Yeah. Or you 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 check in the book of um, the book of Daniel, t- talking about Nebuchadnezzar, the, the Babylon, and now, where the Bible talks about, where the Bible talks about, I've uh, fought, I've fought beasts. Some other version says men like beasts. Do you understand? So when the Bible is talking about the beast, it's, it's just talking about the spirit of a beast that is in the man. Do you understand? So in the same way, a man will need the spirit of a lion. Mm. In fact, the more, the more we walk with Christ, the more all of this spirit will be impacted. I guess it's spirit impacted. So it is both. It's a spirit and it's an impartation. Do you get me, sir? Yes. It's both. It's a spirit and it's an impartation. Great. Yes, so in a nutshell, yes, sir. just summarize in one minute. Um, we need all of these dimensions for us to be successful in life. Hmm? Yes. To be great in life. True greatness requires the nature of a man, the nature of a lion, the nature of, of a hawk, and the nature of an ego. When you match all these characteristics together, there is no way, no way a man will not be great. Mm. Your ability to match, to, to use the four at the same time. Right. Yes. Where you need to be compassionate, be compassionate. 
where you need to where you need to be a lion like Jesus and yeah. take us whip and whip them out of the temple. Mm. That's that's the face of the lion. Jesus exhibited all the four. And by by the time he was done at Calvary, we saw him soar back to heaven mm. like an eagle. Thank you. Uh, so with this, uh, the closing prayer, um, it's going to be, it is our prayer that our listeners, that the Lord will develop all of these faces in them, all of these dimensions, Amen. that the Lord will give them, the, God, God will open our eyes to understand these things, Amen. so that our life can make impact, mm-hmm. so that the divine nature that the Lord has imputed upon us yeah. can manifest easily. I pray for someone who is listening to me. You will succeed. Amen. You will excel. Amen. You shall be great. Amen. And your greatness shall be greater than that of your predecessors. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And so shall it be in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. God bless you. Once again, this is Adiola Moses, Adiodi, the son of Adiodi, with Pastor Israel. It's me. Adela Moses from Lagos, Nigeria. Your favorite host from Havas Nations. Tonight we have our usual friend, Pastor Israel, to look at the team together. The Lady Spirit of Greatness. Okay? So, what is true greatness? True greatness. Huh? Um, it depends on what angle we are, we are defining from. Of course, I recognize and appreciate um, the secular definitions, but I would like to pick it from the spiritual, from right. the biblical. Yes. You know, the Bible says, the Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. God is a great God. So we expect every child of God to also be great. Because if we truly have the DNA of God in us, DNA means divine nature activated. If we really have the DNA of God within us, then we ought to be great. Divine nature activated. That is uh, the spiritual meaning yes. of DNA. Yes, sir. Instead of derived nucleic acid. Yes, sir. Divine. Uh, we are not talking scientific. Okay. We are talking spiritual. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Divine nature of activated. Divine nature activated. Yes. Right? Continue. Abraham was great. Isaac was great. Jacob was great. Up to Jesus. Hmm. And in him we have our being. In him we live. In him we move. So greatness is supposed to be part of our divine makeup. No negotiable. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. And greatness is a spirit. Mm. Greatness is a spirit. Mm. Um, it's of three dimensions. Okay. Some are born great. There's little or nothing can do about that. If your father happens to be a great man and you are born into that lineage, you automatically have inherited greatness. Mm. Yes. Some achieve greatness. By hard work. By hard work, by the grace of God, by you know putting in efforts. Okay. And some have greatness and trusted upon them. That's oh. that's when when God just looks at you and he decides to favor you. But of course, there is still a price you have to pay. Do you understand? Yes. Which one is the best? Which one is the best? <laughs> That's a very tough question. But I think it is when he's entrusted upon you. Hmm. For God has um, for God has given you a, a name that is above every other name that had mentioned. God entrusted it. Hmm. Jesus was born great, he achieved greatness, and at the same time, greatness was entrusted. So hmm. Christ was of the uh, the threefold. So I think it's best when you are born great and you recognize that. Mm. And at the same time, you also achieve greatness by your own sacrifice and um, hard work and all of that. Mm. And then it's also interesting. So let me say, I would prefer God to... <laughs> Just entrust it. The three. The three. Yes. Okay. It's good to be born great. It's good to be because you will be stressless. But you, your stress will be less. By virtue of being in Christ, yeah. you are already born great. That's a platform already. Mm. You need to discover it. Yes, you need, you, you, you need to come to the realization, the awakening of the inheritance of the saints. Mm. Do you get me, sir? Yes, sir. There is, there is. I, oh God, I, I wish we would just dig more into the New Testament and stop struggling like Old Testament people. 
The New Testament tells you these and these are the things that Christ has done and he has handled them, handed them over to you. The Bible keeps talking about the inheritance of the saints, which we must begin to look more into the scriptures mm. and look at the conditions for fulfilling those requirements. And the moment we can, that's all. All right. Thank you. Yeah, uh, now, what are the faces of this greatness we're talking about? Oh, that's another tough question. Uh, okay, I will, um, I'd like to show you something from the book of Ezekiel. Precisely Ezekiel chapter number one. Now, let me pick Ezekiel 1 1. It says, And it came to pass in the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month. And I was among the captives by the river of Cheba, that the heavens were opened, and I saw the visions of God. Please, something I need you to understand is that Ezekiel was amongst the captives while he was in slavery or bondage, in simple English. The heaven was opened and he saw the revelation. Mm. Good. Now, if you move to verse, verse, let me pick verse 10 precisely. Ezekiel 1 thing. And as for the likeness of their faces, okay, for you to understand this better, let me pick it from verse 5. And out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. Four living, please, sir, note this four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. So the four living creatures, four living creatures had the appearance of the likeness of a man, and everyone had four faces. So they were four. And each one now had four different faces. So we are talking about 16. Please, I need to understand that. Okay. Good. And everyone had four wings, and their feet were straight feet. And the sole of their feet was like was like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides, and they four had their faces and their wings, and their wings were joined one to another. They thumbed not when they went, they went everyone straight forward. Verse 10. And as for the likeness of their faces, please note that. Mm. Four living creatures, but each creature had four faces. Mm. Each creature had four faces. The four had the face of a man. That is the first. The face of a man. And the face of a lion. And on the right side, and the four had the face of an ox. And on the left side, the four also had the face of an eagle. Let me explain that. There were four living creatures, but each creature had four faces. Hmm. In front, look at the face of a man. Now, when you say the face of a man, I, on the front now, the face of a man, when you look to the right, the face of a lion, to the left, the face of an ox, and at the back is um, the face of, um, eagle. of an eagle. Yeah. Of an eagle, yes, good. So those are the four faces. If you are going to be a great person in life, if you are going to be a very successful person, that the kind of success that... Um, that will stand the test of time. Complete success. There are four faces to it. The face of a man, the face of a lion, the face of an ox, and the face of, um, of an eagle. When you talk about the face of a man, you are simply talking about the humanity part of you. No matter who you are, you've got to show the human part of you. That is the face that has emotions, the will, the intellect, the face of a man. Compassion is there. Stewardship must be there. Holiness must be there as a man. The simplest way to preach this is for us to look at the life of Christ and to model Christ. Do you know how many times the Bible keeps saying the son of man? And at another place the Bible will say the son of God. Did you see that? Jesus was using two faces at the same time. At a point, the Bible calls him the Son of God. At another point, the Bible calls him the Son of Man. Mm-hmm. But you will notice that every time the Bible is trying to describe something about humanity, for example, when Jesus was flogged, you know, at a point, it was, it was, um, there was this Eli, Eli, Lamassa, Bactani. Mm-hmm. That was actually the, the face of man. It had been detached from the face of God. It was carrying the sins of the world. So the Father had detached. So that was man. That was not uh, God-man. That was man. Mm. 
That's the face of a man. Yeah. When they flogged him, that was not saying my Eli, Eli, and master. That was pain, emotions. That's the face of a man. Jonathan, yeah. the more you keep studying Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because those are the four books that, that really speaks more about the face of a man. Mm. Where you could look at Jesus and say, okay, this guy came to save. This, this guy was holy. Mm. This guy studied the scripture. This guy prayed well. This guy helped people. He was compassionate. Yes. The compassion part of him, that's, then he was contented. When you look at all of that, that speaks more about the face of a man. You are a man. Very simple illustration. The face of a man. The intelligent part. The face of a man. That's the face of a man. Then the second face that the scripture now talks about is the face of a lion. Now, don't forget, man is the king of all the creation of God. Man is the king of all the creation of God. Lion is the king of the jungle. Do you understand? Yes. Good. The... Ox is also the king of um, certain animals where they walk. Jonathan, when it comes to walk, mm. you know, the ox, the oxen, you you'd always hear the Bible say um, um, the animal that they, they use for farming, agricultural purpose in those mm. years, those days. Yes. For example, when Elijah went to meet Elisha, yeah. he was farming with 12 oxen. He was plowing. Yeah. So that... And then, um, when the Bible now talks about the face of a lion, lion, as I said, is the king of jungle. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 1, in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 30, the Bible talks a bit about lion. I think it says, um, I'm trying to remember a verse that talks about the righteous are as bold as a lion. So, the lion part of you is the righteousness part of you. Do you understand me, sir? Good. The lion is the symbol of royalty, strength, majesty, courage. A lion defends territories. Jonathan, you, you have to defend, your, you defend yourself, you defend your family, you defend your children, you defend your faith, or endlessly contend for the faith. You defend your faith. All of that means the, the lion part of you. The lion is always active at night. Out of 24 hours in a day, the lion spends about, about 16 to 20 hours just, just uh, lazing around, relaxing. Now, I'm not, what is just trying to say that? But when it now becomes night, the lion is much more awake. The, 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 the lion sees better, the lion is more active at night. And I think this talks about some of us have to quite be more active at night in the place of prayer, in the place of studying the scriptures, in the place of watching. You know, um, I think it's about to come that says, I will stand upon the tower and I will watch. I will see what he, I will see what he has to say. See what he has to say. Mm-hmm. So you have to be quite at a lot. Yes. The vision of a lion is very, very sharp at night. A lion roars as God expects our prayer life to roar in the midst of the enemy. The lion is a loner in the big skin. Mm-hmm. What do I mean? Usually, lion works in, in, in group. They work as a team, you know. Um, and at the same time, a lion knows when they have to be a bit separate. But when they need help, they roar or they communicate via roaring mm. in order to get assistance from, from their friends. Jonathan. So I said the man is the king of all. The lion is the king of animal. The ox is the king of strength. And the eagle is the king of birds. And the third face which is by the left, is the face of the ox. What does that mean? Ox is for planning. It simply means dependability, determination, diligence. If you need to do any, any serious work, I want any animal that is strong, reliable. But it's amazing for you to know, sir, that you can train an ox in certain statements like go, stop, left, right, they understand that mm-hmm. the ox, yes. So they are for drought purposes. They are very patient on the farm. They are used more of labor. God expects us to invite now. Why am I? Why am I particular about the ox? If you study the scriptures more, well, anytime Bible is talking about sacrifice, 
especially in the Old Testament, the, the animal they normally use more is the ox or the oxen. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that talks about stewardship. Your stewardship to Christ. Christ came in the in the form of all this. He came as a man, right? Then he also came as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Then he came to serve, sacrifice, atonement, redemption. That is the oxen part of Christ. Do you understand? Mm. Willing to walk, willing to serve, your sacrifice. Mm. And he's strong in grace and the power of his might. Do you understand? Yeah. The ox is usually an animal that they will put them about two by two for farming purpose. Yes. Oh. And I'm sure you know the Bible says, if two of you shall agree, has touched me. Yeah. So that also talks about endurance in the place of prayer. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. And the, and the last part is the face of an ego. The first thing I need, I, I, I need you to know about ego is that amongst all birds, the ego, how do I put it? The ego seems to be exceptional. For example, in the vision, averagely, an ego sight is about four to six times better than that of a man. They are sight. Yes. What is the application now to us? The, the application of the ego now is this. You are supposed to be visionary. Your sight should be developed for vision. Do you understand? Yeah. The ego can soar at a distance at an altitude of about 10,000 feet. God expects us to be high, to, to soar higher, mm. much more far above, to soar. Do you understand? Yeah. It's a symbol of power, symbol of freedom and transcendence. You know, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah now, it says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings mm. as eagles. Mm-hmm. So, eagle is the bird used for mounting up. But it starts by saying, they that wait upon the Lord. The waiting looks like you are standing on the ground. But very soon you begin to soar. Do you understand? So, it does not matter what your life looks like. You, you may be at one dimension now, but God expects you to climb to an higher dimension quite soon. Do you understand? Yes. Good. So, it's a symbol of transcendence. It's a symbol of beauty. Symbol of bravery, symbol of courage, symbol of honor, symbol of grace. The vision is powerful, and they are very fearless animal, tenacious. That's now there is an aspect of the ego that I, I think I'm quite in love with, and that is um, their nurturing ability. Whenever, whenever the ego gives birth, both male and female. They are usually around. At least for the first two weeks that they give birth, it is the male ego that goes around to fetch food for both the eaglet and the mother ego. What does that mean? Let's relate it. Ego Christian fathers should please provide for their homes. A man who cannot provide for his home is worse than an infidel. Do you get me, sir? Yes. So as an ego, we, God should empower us to be able to make provisions for our family. And it will surprise you that they are usually within the circle of their ignorance. Mm-hmm. They are not the kind of parents who just give birth and the father has gone to work, the mother has gone to work, nobody trains up their children because they care so much about training. Train up a child, train up a child in the way it should go. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it's old, it will not depart. Okay. The eagle, it seems they, they understand the scriptures, even though they are animals. They are more obedient. Yes, they are quite more sensitive. So, the, for the first three months, the eagles are with their eaglets. They train them, they nurture them, even on their flight. But this is what I'm, I've been thinking about, sir. If ego takes time to nurture their eaglets, I think successful people, great people, should also mentor younger generation. Are you a great person? We should be able to ask you, who and who are those that you have mentored, that you have nurtured? Some people, some people scout for greatness. They make all efforts to be great by themselves. 
I don't think it's good enough. We need to be able to trace every great person to another greater person. Do you understand? Yes. Some people are rich. You have never used your wealth to help others. I don't think you are not an ego. The spirit of the ego is not in you. I don't even think the spirit of the lion is in you. Do you understand this? The spirit of the ego is the spirit that nurtures the younger ones. You need to have people that you are mentoring, that you are modeling. If God has blessed you financially, you should look for people that you can adopt and help. Of what purpose is your billions? It, It amazes me every time I'm hearing of the Bill Gates Foundation. You know, a lot of philanthropists in Europe who are always coming to help us in Africa. What happened to the billionaire Africans? We should ask ourselves. Of course. And this is my humble, this is my humble mind, sir. The solution with Africa is with Africans. Until we stop accepting foreign aid. Even most of the foreign aid, they are being stolen on or embezzled. Until we stop accepting. We need to be eagles. Yes. We need to be high flyers. We need to soar higher and nurture the younger ones. Many a time we are, we are, we are talking about arm, arm robbers. We are talking about um, those who are bombing people left and right. If we are done more by giving them Bible in the 60s and 70s and 80s, many of them would have been evangelists. Yes. They would not have been bombing anywhere now. Do you, do yes, you get me, sir? Exactly. So we, we need to get to that point where the Bible is talking about those four faces. The face of a man. Humanity. Ability to want to help people. Mm. More. Do you understand? Yes. And at the same time, the face of a lion. And there needs to be a balance. If what you have is the face of a lion, eh, you may soon become a dictator. <laughs> do you understand? Yes. Where, where you are becoming an angry man that people cannot even um, relate with you. They can't approach you because you are too lionic. Hmm. In as much as Christ was a lion, he was also um, a lamp. Yes. Do you understand? Yes. At the same time, the spirit of the dove came upon him, came upon his human part. These are your ability to balance all this. Do you understand? Yes. The face of the ego is the face that is always looking up, upward. Do you understand? Yes. Which is your heaven-bound face. In as much as you are a man, do you understand, sir? Yes. In as much as you are a man, and you have a lion nature, and you also have the, the nature of the ox, hmm. please remember to have the, the nature of, the, of, of an ego, <laughs> so that you do not forget heaven in all of this that you are doing. If not, what will it profit a man? He begins your word and he will go but all of this is our spirit. Do you understand that? Yes. The spirit of a man, the spirit of a lion, the spirit of ox, and the spirit of ego. Yes. Your ability to match all of this and to work very hard. The, your hard work pattern, I believe you know, is the, is the, is the face of the, the ox. Your endurance, yes. your strength. Eh? Yes. Your compassion is the face of a man. Your, li- your lionic nature is the face of bravery and courage, ability to take some sound decisions. There are times where you need to take decisions that you are going to damn the consequences. In life, Sam, there are moments when you need to be very courageous. Be of good courage. The Bible keeps saying that. Courage, that is the face of the lion. Do you understand me, sir? Yes. And at the same time, vision is the face of the ego. Yes. So, Imagine all of the four together is going to make you exceptional. It will bring out greatness in you. Thank you. God bless you. Now, does it require spirit or impartation to have all this? Spirit, sir. How? And at the same time, impartation. How can we get it? Good. I was studying a part of the scriptures. And I hear Paul was saying, I, for I have fought with, for I have fought with beasts at Ephesus. I'm sure you know that verse. Yeah. Or you, you, you check in the book of, um, the book of Daniel, t- talking about the, the, the Bucaniza, Babylon, and now where the Bible talks about, where the Bible talks about 
have fought have fought beast. Some other version says men like beast. Do you understand? So when the Bible is talking about the beast, it's, it's just talking about the spirit of a beast that is in the man. Do you understand? So in the same way, a man will need the spirit of a lion. Mm. In fact, the more the more we work with Christ, the more all of this spirit will be impacted. I guess it's spirit impacted. So it is both. It's a spirit and it's an impartation. Do you get me, sir? Yes. It's both. It's a spirit and it's an, an impartation. Great. Yes, so in a nutshell, yes, sir. just summarize in one minute. Um, we need all of these dimensions for us to be successful in life. Hmm? Yes. To be great in life. True greatness requires the nature of a man, the nature of a lion, the nature of, of a hawk, and the nature of an ego. When you match all these characteristics together, there is no way, no way a man will not be great. Mm. Your ability to match, to, to use the four at the same time. Right. Yes. Where you need to be compassionate, be compassionate. Where you need to, where you need to be a lion like Jesus and yeah. take us whip and whip mm. them out of the temple. Mm. That's, that's the face of the lion. Jesus exhibited all the four. And by, by the time he was done at Calvary, we saw him soar back to heaven hmm. like an eagle. Thank you. You're welcome, uh, So with this, uh, the closing prayer, and it's going to be, it is our prayer that our listeners, that the Lord will develop all of these faces in them, all of these dimensions, Amen. that the Lord will give them God, God will open our eyes to understand these things Amen. so that our life can make impact. Mm. So that the divine nature that the Lord has imputed upon us yeah. can manifest easily. Yeah. I pray for someone who is listening to me. You will succeed. Amen. You will excel. Amen. You shall be great. Amen. And your greatness shall be greater than that of your predecessors. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And so shall it be in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. God bless you. Once again, this is Adiola Moses, Adiodi, the son of Adiodi, with Pastor Israel.